Hello, everyone, and welcome back for episode 38 of the Cracked Die podcast. My name is Matt. I play Twin Talent on the show, and I hope you are all enjoying yourself with PaizoCon Online, which is going on through the 31st of this month. So if you haven't checked it out, get signed up for a game. If anything's left, get in there, meet some people, play some Pathfinder. This is another episode where we recorded remotely online, so the sound quality is not as good as we would like it to be, but... We're putting out new content. The story continues. We are not stopping. This train is going on all the way through this pandemic, and we're doing it safely, so that's good. Lastly, we are going to be trying out something new. Many of you are familiar with Twitch. If you're not familiar with Twitch, it's a very cool service where you can watch other people play games or do crafts or, you know, whatever it is they want to do, and people watch, and it's it's very cool, and you get to interact with those streamers. The Crack Die is going to throw its hat into the ring, as it were, at twitch.tv slash thecrackeddie or twitch.tv slash thecrackeddie. If you go to twitch.tv slash thecrackeddie on June 6th, so not this weekend, but the weekend after, we will be streaming live from 1 till about 5 Eastern Time, a one-shot with myself as the GM. We'll have Sean. He'll actually get to play something, and he'll be at my mercy for once. Haya, who you all know and love, she'll be back. And we've got two new cast members that we're going to be rolling in there. So it's just a one-shot. It's not an ongoing campaign, but we're going to check it out, see how you guys like it, see how you respond, see what other stuff we can put on there and get some more interaction with you, the fans. Uh, The podcast is great, and we're not going to stop doing that, but it's hard to gauge sometimes how you guys react to it when we don't really interact directly. So Twitch is really nice. We get to do a thing, and you get to respond in real time, and it's, it's really great to interact with a fan base like that. And it's great for you if you're watching. You know, there's someone there doing a thing, and, you know, you can respond to them. And, and get a response back in real time. So our first one shot is going to be next Saturday, June 6th, from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Check us out. And now, without further ado, episode 38 of the Crack Die podcast, The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Welcome to the 38th episode of the Cracked Die podcast. All right. I was trying to think of something fun with the number 38, and I just, I couldn't, so. When spelled out in Roman numerals, is the last Roman numeral in alphabetical order? Well, that's a fun fact. That is a fun fact. XXVIII. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So, this has nothing to do with what we're going to go into. But I always have a hard time figuring out what Super Bowl number it is because they're on the weird letters. Like M for... and L. Yeah, I'm. I'm like L. What? What number is L? Oh, that's what I love. What is, is L fifty? Like when it was Super Bowl fifty, it was just Super Bowl L. <laughs> Super Bowl. L. No, actually, so in Latin, L stands for uh, lots of years. So. Oh, just oh, lots. Okay. So it was just it was, it was there were lots of Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're up, we're up so high that it's not even worth counting anymore. Uh, okay, when we last left, you had all gotten to Acrevel, and you've been talking to a couple of the leaders of the higher-ups, not the leaders, but the higher-ups of the 
Leopard Clan. You've been speaking with Jahasi and Nikedia about things that have been going on with the Cinder Claws. And you have started to, you know, look around the city. A couple of you spoke with people. Twin Talon had a, played in a dancing game. And right as we uh, left... Twin Talon slayed at a dancing game? Yes, yeah. Twin Talon slayed the dancing game. I was the Channing Tatum of that stepping <laughs> Are we talking like Magic Mike or like? <laughs> no, Channing Tatum was in Step Up, the I'm dancing movie. I'm pretty sure he movie. was also in Magic Mike. He, he was also in, in yeah. Magic Mike. Okay, that's not where I was going with it, but fine. <laughs> I mean, he probably was shirtless, so. No, I just have to say how sad I am that none of our characters saw that happen because I would never let that go ever. Yeah. Right? Like nobody was there for it is the saddest part. I'm pretty sure that's why he was okay with doing it. No, <laughs> I wanted a local custom. <laughs> you did. Well, Pond Watcher decided to partake in a local custom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The right. hot pepper eating contest oh, that shit. he was slightly goaded into by a couple of youths in this town. Where the questions are hot and the, hot, the wings are even hotter. <laughs> yeah. You found the one and only B-dubs in Ackerville. Ah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna just jump in at this pepper eating contest. Oh baby. Oh right. baby. So they hand you the biggest and brightest pepper first. Oh my and gosh. They kind of chuckle and they say in Elven, "This is the most mild of the peppers we have. There are four of each of the four peppers." You are going to be making a fortitude save. Are you sure I can't make a uh, yum yum check? <laughs> no yum yum check. Oh boy, he says <laughs> in Elvin. <laughs> fortitude save, 22. Nice. All right. This one is a little sweeter than you thought. Mmm, sweet like a mother's milk. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. The other three who are, are competing against you smile as they eat the first pepper, no problem. They're, it's just down in an instant. Watcher's a little worried by that, but uh, he's not going to show it. Stoically stares at the next pepper. So they hand you the second one. This one is a bit more uh, red and orange. Tells you it's hotter. It is a slightly bit hotter pepper. Go ahead and give me another fortitude check. Ooh, 16. Ooh, and I'm rolling for them. Okay, so you are sickened one. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Now, <laughs> you can keep going. If you ever get to sickened four, you're out. I'm going to keep going. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you notice that one of the young men who is also eating, you see sweat starting to bead across his forehead as this one catches him a little bit by surprise. Oh, boy. This next one is... The only way I'm going to be able to describe it is Fire Engine Red. It is about the size of your finger from the first knuckle to the second knuckle. It's very small, mm. but just by smelling it, you can tell how spicy this is. Deceptively dangerous. Yes. He looks into the eyes of the person who challenged him and just gulfs it. Oh, All right, give, give me a oh roll. no! Ooh, oh, nice. For some reason, this one doesn't bother you nearly as much as the one before it did. He just chews it like a dog, like like staring wildly out of the corners of his eyes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the 
kind of the middle of the three boys, the one who's had the sweat beating across his face, you just start seeing tears pour down his eyes as he taps out and grabs a bottle of milk and starts to chug it. He's like, I, I, I can't do this anymore. I can't. Oh, this is too much for me. Of course you're giving up. That's not what we do in the north. All right. <laughs> they hand you the fourth and final pepper. Calistria, if ever there was a time to look down upon me, it is while I eat this spicy pepper in a spicy pepper challenge. Come on, Pound Watcher. Oh, it's 20. Okay. Okay. All right, all right. That is an eight on the die, by the way. All right. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. These are this pretty one, bad rolls. <laughs> this one burns. This one, like, it hurts. You are now sickened too. Oh, no. One of the other boys, he can't even keep it down. He has a reversal of fortune, as they call it in competitive eating. Uh, <laughs> and, and he's out. But the other boy, the one who initially challenged you, is still looking on strong. Give me a deception check. Deception, eh? Five. <laughs> All right, he can <laughs> tell you're... Not your strong suit. <laughs> you, he can tell you're sweating. He opens his pack and pulls out the brightest, most fluorescent green-looking pepper you have ever seen. You have oh never seen anything like this before. And there's Beautiful. only two. And he says, care to take a test with this one? Oh, what's your name, friend? My name is Mbembi. My mother is of the Heart Clan. Well, you appear to have a strong heart indeed. But so do I. Give it to me now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Give me that roll. Hey. Oh, 28. nice. 28. Oh, okay. It. This one, as you eat it, it just, it burns all the way down. And you know when this comes out, it's going to burn on that way too. <laughs> but you manage to stomach it. Worth it. Not getting sick. Worth it. <laughs> you see it's pretty you see the, the the boy who challenged you like he's not crying but you know when you eat something so hot like water is just coming out of every pore and you're both oh, yeah. mutually sweating and snotting and tears are running out of your eyes and he claps you on the back and smiles and laughs and goes I guess what they say about the northerners are not all true I, I slap him on the back and then I rage so the ice kind of comes into my <laughs> my pores and like <laughs> cools my cools down my uh, my throat. We have tricks of our own, young man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you manage to gain some more positive influence. The boy looks at you after like wiping his hands and hands you some milk as he's drinking. He goes, "Are you joining us on the hunt for the food or later?" Uh, the what? Um, sure. Oh, excellent. Since we do a feast for visitors, we always enjoy if people can come join us on the hunt. Oh, no, that sounds awesome, actually. Uh, perhaps some of my friends would like to come as well. I believe it is happening soon. I'm going to, and you hear him burp, and you just, you smell the spices coming out of him. He's mm. like, I'm going to go clean up, and then I will be at the hunt. I will see you there. Sounds like a plan, Mimmi. Can you direct me to the nearest vomitorium, please? <laughs> <laughs> he points to, like, ye the outhouse in a tree. Yes, do nicely. 
<laughs> so you've all done your first set of actions. This is probably taking you all uh, about an hour and a half to wander, to find these people, to perform, to play your games, mm -hmm. uh, to meet people. So you all see a group gathering. Uh, they look like the hunters from everything. They look like they're hunters. If, and if you know about the hunting party, you know that that's what's gathering. Um, you can all meet there or you can continue to wander around if hunting is not your thing. Brianna did say that she was going to help with the hunt, so she will definitely head over that way. I don't Same. necessarily know if hunting is Saraya's thing. That's fine. <laughs> if you stay in town, there's stuff for you to do. She'll probably hang around Tadbor, yeah. And everyone else is hunting? Uh, Temit actually, I think, is a little thirsty, and he's going to check to see if there's any type... Does he know if there's any type of establishment for drinks in this town? Yes, there's there's a... I mean, it's not a makeshift bar. There's a tavern here. It's just in the trees. Never been to a tree tavern before. I think that's what he's going to do. Twin Talon is interested in the animals that are around this area, so he would go hunting for no other reason than to just join the people who know that best and to get more information from them. Great. So Twin Talon is going to go observe the hunt and see what animals are around. Brianna is going on the hunt. Pond Watcher is going on the hunt to try and use this crossbow. Soraya is going to... What is Soraya going to do? Any, like, apothecaries? Yeah, you can definitely find someone who's making, like, salves and bandages and that type of thing. Yeah. Sure. All right. Temid. Yes? Uh, you wander into this tavern. What does this tavern look like? Again, like most of the buildings here, it is made up of wood and tree branches and leaves that have been draped around to make a beautiful hut, but it's a very large hut. There's a bunch of decorations on the wall of mostly flora and fauna. Actually, very few fauna, mostly flora. There's give me a give me a perception check. All right, one sec. Perception. Um so first the first thing you notice is that as you look around None of the elves here are wearing any jewelry or anything like that. And very little gold or any, like, ornate items, you haven't seen any of those around. Everything from the cups to the silverware isn't even silver. It's, like, all made of wood and natural or bone. Interesting. Also, you've noticed there's a lot of fish around and a lot of plants that seem to be consumed here, but very little actual meat. It's like a pescatarian kind of lifestyle here. Yeah, you're getting that feeling. Big fish we're going to be hunting. Yeah. Are you guys going on a boat? Um, so uh, Temmie just kind of looks around and um, kind of looks for a an inviting place within the tavern, maybe uh, where some, some people might be congregating or a possibly even a single person that might be, uh, looks like by themselves and could appreciate some company, you know, something where he would fit in. Sure. So there's there's like two or three people in here. Only two or three people total in here? Yeah. You can guess that most of the people who would normally be in here at this time are prepping to go hunting. Interesting. Okay. All the more for me then, he says. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is there any one particular person that looks interesting? Or would he just want to saddle up at the bar by himself? He might just saddle up to the bar. Okay. He sits down and he kind of, you know, nods at the bartender if there is one. There is. It is a... Older man, battle scars crisscross his face and body. Um, and he says, uh, give me your most popular drink. What language are you saying that in? He doesn't know Elvin, so it would only be common. Okay. Uh, the man looks at you strangely. That's not going to work well. <laughs> Maybe uh, I should come with you. He, he does the drinky drinky motion. 
and then a big smiley face. You see, you see his eyes light up. He he nods and he kind of limps back and gets you a mug. Uh, the mug is made out of wood, uh, and he he fills it with a very light-looking liquid. It is reddish in hue, and he puts it down in front of you. Like a good red ale. And then uh, he, I don't know, I guess he pays a guy. How do they figure out how much he owes? Like, I don't know how that's going to work either. What do you do? Um, he pulls out a, a, hand, a couple of silver. You see the bartender, like, his eyes get big and sh- he shakes his head and wait and gives the universal sign of no, 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 please don't. And then he, I don't know, he opens up his backpack and starts pulling out random little tchotchkes to see, like, what would, what he could use to barter. <laughs> so as you pull things out, you find, uh, you, you pull out a day's worth of rations, and, and the guy kind of looks and nods. How much ale do I get for a day's worth of rations? Because that's a lot of food. Oh, I'm, I'm aware. Right, so he just kind of does the, the universal sign for keep them coming and gives them the rations and starts to, he takes a sip. What does he taste so it is a very subtle mix of very citrusy oranges as well as raspberries mixed together and uh it's almost like a cider but as you drink it you feel it hits you a little bit harder than you were expecting for something so light looking likes it mikey he likes it um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, so he uh, he takes a sip and he looks around to see if anyone else is uh, possibly drinking something similar or to see if there's someone he can communicate with more easily. There's one youngish, younger-looking person who kind of walks up to you oh, there. and smiles. They sit down and they introduce themselves to you. Vimbai. Wanna spell it? V I M B A I. Okay. Checks out. First time that's happened. Um, pronouns they them for Vimbai. Vimbai says in very broken common. I speak a little common. So do I. A little bit more actually, but I don't know. He's trying to be really friendly here. So you and Vimbai start having a very lovely conversation, and Vimbai is translating to the bartender. As you are all laughing and enjoying yourselves. Temid does try to tell him some stories about what they've been up to and where they're from. But he obviously embellishes it a little bit. All right. You know, he, he tells him the story of how Pond Watcher decapitated a full-grown dragon and vomited in its head. Actually, no, hey. Brianna, <laughs> Brianna decapitated a full-grown dragon and then uh, Pond Watcher vomited in its head and then ate the yep. head. <laughs> um, that tracks. Yeah. All right. Soraya. <laughs> All right. So as you're wandering towards the apothecary shop that Nikedia has given you directions to, you come across a slightly pudgy Linus lying on the side of one of the higher branches and watching you. Like a straight Linus? up like from Linus? Peanuts? Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, Linus. You see Linus from Peanuts lying in a tree. No, Lioness. So, so oh, an actual a female, female lion. lion is just staring at me from a tree. Yep. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Like, could you give me a nature roll check? Oh fuck! <laughs> Recall knowledge nature. Uh, it ain't gonna be pretty, but I can try. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I just got a natural one. Ooh. Um. Can I you use a hero point? <laughs> you can absolutely. I'm gonna try that one again because that is 
Whew. I have no boost to my nature there. Is there anything else that might work? Oh, lovely. All right, hero point time. Let's see what I can learn. 19. Okay, I'll take that. Oh, that's on the other end of the spectrum. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Did I just flip over? Just did a 180 for me. So you know that lions are not usually jungle animals, nor are they known for living in trees. A couple of elves walk by you, and they look and they see that the lioness is staring at you. They look at you, and an elven, they say, she thinks she is a leopard. Her name is Harriet. Harriet. She's a spy. (laughs) (laughs) How long has Harriet been here? She's been here for a very long time. We are very fond of her, and she has a nose for knowing good people or bad people. Huh, interesting. What does she do if, if Jasper flaps over? Oh, goodbye, Jasper. She kind of looks up and does the cat huff. <laughs> That's it. If he, like, lands on her, yeah. he, she just kind of... Yeah. The lazy-ass lion. <laughs> in a tree in a jungle. Yeah, this isn't... Uh, Rather unusual. Is there anything else you can tell me about Harriet? How did you learn her name? Oh, we named her. The oh. the, clan, the the tribal leaders named her. Huh. How do you how is Harriet's name spelled? H A R R I E T. Alright. That just not seemed to fit in with the theme of the other names. Interesting. <laughs> that's that's fair. <laughs> I'm going to address Harriet directly. You don't happen to be a shapeshifter of any kind, do you? The, the lion looks at you and kind of <laughs> starts to, like, stand up. You're not trained in nature, right? No. Yeah. You're getting a feeling that you're probably not going to be able to win Harriet over. You probably need someone who's very good with nature to help you out on this. I'm, I'm going to file away the knowledge of the lion hanging out in the trees and probably bring that up to Twin Talon later, seeing as he's usually, he's the one training the wargs. <laughs> All right. You make your way to the apothecary. Okay. All right. We're going to cut over to the rest of the group. Actually, we're going to cut over to Silver. Silver is still in his hut. You, you, you see him muttering to himself, and you see him pull out of his bag a pot and starts to go, you know, there's one time, and you see him start to make something, and then we cut over to the group. <laughs> Sean, it's uncanny. I thought Aaron was with us. I know. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of editing lately. I've been guys a lot. All right. So this hunting party is gathering in the middle of the town center. You can spot the leader quite easily. The elf has striking hazel eyes and twists of dense curly hair that fall around his head like a lion mane. Oh. He looks at you and greets you in common. I hear that you are coming with us. Interesting. We don't normally let outsiders come on such a such important things. Well, your your leader was quite kind to uh, allow us to partake, and if if we can be of any assistance, we would very much like to. Our leader, the twin leopards, told you to come with us. No, no, uh, Jahasi, Jahasi uh, extended an invitation, and so did a random teenager with the pepper. <laughs> woman who was dancing. <sighs> His name was Mbembe, and he, he loves peppers, and he said you needed some really good, powerful people to help you. Of course he did. And of course Jahasi would invite you. He's so trusting. And you're not uh, not trusting, I take it? I mean, 
with the Cinderclaw problem and the way I see most outsiders treat us, I am more cautious than Jahasi is. That just doesn't seem unreasonable, especially with all these uh, Cinderclaw people around. I hope it doesn't bother you that I wear one of their uh, smoking gauntlet things, but uh, we killed a bunch of them and it's pretty cool, so I'm probably going to use it to, uh, you know, kill some more of them. So you don't have anything to worry about from us. We, uh, we're no friend to them. Give me a diplomacy check. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Six. Would anyone... I'll assist Would anyone... if that's okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah, what he said. We all talk like this now. Yet I mimic the fuck me. Never mind. So one with your bonus of ten gives you an eleven. Oh god. I'm telling you, these digital dice just really dislike me. He doesn't say anything. He just kind of looks around and makes a signal, and everyone readies readies up, and they climb their way down the trees. They lower a a ladder so you guys can climb down not use the ladder if they do not use the ladder okay yeah so to go to hunt it's going to take a couple of hours to do the hunt it takes three steps you have to seek the animals you have to position the hunters and then you have to hunt the animals to seek the animals you must help the elven hunters so you have to help the elven hunters seek animals out you need to make a nature check or a perception check the dc the same for either Yes, the DC is the same. Now, one person is going to act as the main, and the other two can assist. I think, Twin Talon, you're the strongest at both? Probably the most perceptive of the three of us, anyway. Yeah, I mean, I have a nine. I have a seven. Yeah, mine's ten. Okay. And what's your nature? I have seven nature. I have eight in nature. And I have a two, so I'll, of course, be assisting. (laughs) Nothing else. Yeah, well, I mean, assisting is hard in this edition, so... Yeah, so you need a 20 to assist, and that will give you a plus one. Let's do it. All right, let's see what the digital dice have in store. Oh, I got a natural 20. God damn. Fuck yes. Oh, Me too! So did Twin Talon! I hate yeah. oh, Nice. <laughs> All right. So, I, w- I wasn't looking at the critical success conditions. I wasn't expecting that. You see every animal in the world. <laughs> so, as you are stalking through the jungles, you manage to find a potentially dangerous and large pack of red river boar. You also find signs of animals that are safer to hunt if you wanted to continue searching for something else. You know the boars will make a, an amazing feast. There is just a bit of... Uh, you know that this could become potentially dangerous because they are ornery. So if Twin Talon is leading this search, he's brought Podwatcher and Brianna with him. He is not scared in the least of a pack of boars. Plus the 20 or so hunters. And actually, by finding finding this large group, the, the leader seems to be slightly impressed that you could find such a thing doesn't know that I'm a Disney princess. That's the thing. <laughs> so, what this means is to position your hunters effectively, the DC will be higher unless you want to search for safer game. Well, we get the feeling that these uh, these people are proficient hunters who do this all the time, right? These are proficient hunters. You can tell that... <sighs> give me give me a, just a perce- straight up perception, a basic perception check. 20. With your 20 perception... 
You can tell that this is not a group that hunts every day. They probably don't eat a lot of bigger game just because it is so much more dangerous. Okay, no, that's important because I was just wondering, like, if we should be worried about aggroing a giant group of dangerous animals with these people or, like, not care. They live here and they know how to hunt. They'll all be fine. Yeah. Now, to position everyone, you need to make a stealth check. Oh, I'm good at that. <laughs> Once again, one person makes the main roll and others assist. Ooh. Two. I got a 15. I rolled a five and got a 15. No, listen, just stand over there. Go over there now. Is anyone using hero points? What do we think the consequence of us not getting this correct is going to be? Uh, well, depending on what happens, if you like alert the game to your location, it could attack you. I mean, what else are we going to use it for? You might as well use it, Twin Talon. Sure, I'll I'll roll my, my stealth again with my hero point. A little better. Enough, but... I mean, if it kills them all, we could probably just leave. <laughs> it's true, but I also feel like Twin Talon's probably going to kill him on his second attack now, rather than his first attack. That's true. I guess it's just a matter of if it gores a bunch of people to death before we kill him. It's distracted by them, I can get behind the boars. So this could work out in our, our favor. Elvin shield wall! So, you're a little bit louder and clumsy, and you see the boars kind of look at you. So now we hunt. Town's gonna give them that, like, chin up, like, hey, what's up? Just waved at them, like, hey, guys. What's up, boars? So, each player, each person, can attempt a survival check to hunt them. Okay. Group again, or are we doing it individually? You can individually, or you can assist. I think it makes more sense to do it individually. All right. Unless uh, unless you disagree, Twin Talon. Agree with you. All right, I'm going to raise my crossbow and hope for the best. Ooh. Oh, oh boy. 13. All right. 14. We both rolled sixes. All right. Uh, let's see what Brianna does. She rolled a seven. Does anyone have... Well, everyone got a hero point to start the game. Yeah, I'll use mine. Anyone... I'll use mine. Okay. <laughs> 13 again. <laughs> Same thing. All right, let's see. It was meant to be. Brianna gets natural 20. Way. All right. Brianna is the MVP. She just throws her scimitar like into a boar from like 50 yards. Yeah. So you manage to take down the boars quickly and, and quite painlessly, showing them some mercy. You have caught your food for the feast and you all head back to town. Do they seem like they're okay with how that went or, um, you know, they're a little miffed? The leader seems to be much more chatty with you on the way back. And you feel free to ask him questions. Yeah, yeah, like. I would be like uh, an elven. I'd be like, so what's your name? Uh, I, I don't I don't think we ever asked you before. His name is Akosa, A-K-O-S-A. Akosa of the Hawk Clan. My mother is of the River Clan. He's of the Hawk Clan? Hawk, H A W K. Oh, that's yes. different. He's not from the Channing Tatum clan. Like me. <laughs> well, uh, Akosa, that was fun. Thank you for allowing us to accompany you. Uh, we appreciate uh, being able to help with the festivities. Uh, you know, we don't normally get feted by uh, people that we meet, mostly thrown out of bars and, you know, shot with arrows and stuff like that. I understand that. I have I've had a rougher time with outsiders than normal. Sorry to hear that. Uh, is it uh, people from where we are from or someone else? 
you ever heard of Whitebridge Station? Nope. I don't feel like talking about it very much, but it's a former outpost of some evil people that used to enslave elves like us and make them mine gold in brutal conditions. Wow, that sounds horrible. I'm sorry. So I'm sure you can understand my hesitancy. People like Jahasi and Nekeria haven't had to deal with such things. Yes, no, I uh, I understand. I've had my own fair share of run-in with rival tribes in the, the tundra, um, but never so much something so sickening as slavery. I, I apologize if that's something that you have experience with. Our, our taskmasters, where I'm from, were mostly dragonkin, and uh, I did not take well to that. Let me tell you what. Here hunting the cinder claws? Yeah, well, pers- I mean, we're all kind of trying to stop them, but personally, anything involved with dragons is uh, something I wish to snub out. That's just good to hear. The cinder claws have been a problem here. They're pretty much only the only reason we're here. I mean, we found them and uh, we're fighting them and then found out they came in through a magical gate or something, and we just walked through it and we ended up in basically your town. Um, we had no idea that that was what was going to happen, but... Uh, yeah, no, they, they've been causing trouble trying to kill our friends on the other side. Hasi got his full neck cut open fighting them. You see him kind of smirk in a, in a loving smile. He then shakes his head. But an attack force that large, we should have seen them coming. Maybe we missed them. Maybe someone was helping them. Couldn't say. Yeah, there were quite a few of them, but I mean, they're very small, like little monkeys and, and frog people. So, you know, who knows? Yes. With that... He looks at you, and he says, When we get back to town, uh, I have something for you. Ooh! <laughs> Somewhere Timon just, like, pokes his head out of a hut. Oh! oh. <laughs> hey, that's uh, very nice of you. Thank you. I, maybe we could give you a gift in return. Oh, no, that is that is not necessary. Not even a bar of soap that I have? <laughs> <laughs> so you all make it back to the town, and you make your way back up into the treetops. The... Jahasi and Nikeria are very impressed with what you have brought back. Uh, this is a spectacular find. Everyone's a little bit worse for wear, but overall, it was a very successful hunt. With that, you all disperse, and you can meet up wherever you'd like. Did they give us info about, you know, what the details for the feast were? Yes, at sundown, uh, the middle area of the town will become a large party celebration and that you should probably be there at sundown well uh personally i think after kind of saying goodbye to twin talon and brienna and uh the others Podwatcher will probably continue looking for a bar which is what he was doing when he was waylaid by a party of pepper wielding hooligans um so i don't know if he can find temid's bar or not but that's what he would be doing to prep pre-game before this uh, ceremony. Well, you can find it because uproarious laughter is coming out of one of the bars. Oh, yeah. But as you go to leave, Akosa says, Pond Watcher. Akosa. Please take this. This bow, he hands you a bow, and it's beautiful. It is made out of the most exquisite wood you have ever seen. There is beautiful shading and snakes carved in the top. And he goes... I swore to kill every one of my captors with this bow. However, I would like to pass this along to you. For I, I find a, a kinship with you in your dragon hunt as I do with me hunting those people who captured me. If you swear to me 
that you vow to eliminate both the cinder claws that hurt Jahasi and the dragons. This is yours. Akosa, wow, I, I don't know what to say. This is truly a gift fit for a king. Uh, I swear, I swear I will do my utmost to use this in my battle with the cinder claws and any and all evil dragons that that live in this world. And, and I, will, I will strive to, to live up to your the memory of your vengeance you had against your captors. What he has handed you is a plus one striking longbow. Oh, shit. (laughs) Going to throw this crossbow in the nearest trash can. So then you manage to make your way to the only tavern that is here, but it is also being filled with uproarious laughter as you hear Temid speaking. Yeah, so then he's like, and then they thought he was a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like about Twin Talon. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are all, the, the the three of you are now in the bar. Soraya, you don't drink very often, do you? Not really. A couple sips of this mead cider that they give you. It's delicious, but it is very potent. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, tasty Soraya. I'm coming. I can't wait to see this. Oh yeah, drunk Soraya is going to be a good time. <laughs> Jasper is also definitely drinking out of her mug too. <laughs> He's probably currently on his back on the bar, (laughs) grasping with his little feet in the air. (laughs) So cute. Oh my gosh. He's just like, my little birdie. Look at you. (laughs) My little skin birdie. (laughs) My little homunculus. I love him. <laughs> so, you all meet up in the tavern that is becoming roarously excited and happy that everyone is here. I show everyone my new my new magical longbow. Uh, yes, Pond Watcher now has a beautiful new longbow. Oh, where'd you get that? Or I was there, never mind. You were there! It's so pretty! <laughs> Look, Saraya, it has snakes all over it. <gasps> snakes! Hey, your bird is drunk! <laughs> oh, she's she's like all flush. She's still got a drink in her hand. She's very happy right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Looks like we have to catch up. Then Temet starts introducing the the crew to the the townsfolk or the tavern folk. He's like, "This is the one that vomited in the in the dragons. <laughs> this is the one that chopped the dragon's head off. This is the ghost." <laughs> Somehow she's still speaking perfect elven, but she's not necessarily <laughs> translating accurately. He's not made of toast. I don't think that's what he said. <laughs> it's funny how toast and ghost rhyme in both common and, and elven. elven. <laughs> Checked out. So with that, a few minutes later, once you've all met up and started talking again, Nikedia shows up and says, the twin leopards would like to meet with you. Oh. Wish we had known that before we got very drunk. (laughs) Take us to your leaders. (laughs) Damn it, cast that spell that makes us not drunk, quick. I have a spell that does that? I just assumed you're you're always drinking and drunk, so you're a cleric. I mean, come on. (laughs) He cast Divine Lance. And a (laughs) trident. 
Nikedia leads you uh, around the town carefully, near a lot of railings so you guys don't fall off. Mm -hmm. And you find yourself standing in front of an empty platform made from woven tree branches. There are two people sitting on the raised platform. We are Osi Panin and Osi Atu of the Leopard Clan. Our mother is of the Heart Clan. Osi Patnin wears a patterned green dress and copper jewelry studded with uncut gems, while Osi Atu wears a dark blue tunic covered with amulets wrapped in copper and green cloth. Both of them wear black leather sandals decorated with copper amulets and have long hair arranged in thick locks. They look at you and they ask you, what are you doing here? Through a portal and your group was there and now we're here. But why are you here? Here. Are they speaking common or elven? They're speaking Mwangi, and Nikedia is translating for them. Okay, because otherwise... Before you guys answer, mm-hmm. I want you to think really hard mm-hmm. for a week. No! No! Oh, no. no! And then we'll come back here. Oh, right. We're on vacation! Spring break! Thank you for listening to the Crack Die Podcast. Background audio provided by Tabletop Audio original 10-minute ambiances and music for your games and stories. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are both copyright Paizo Publishing, as are any visuals from that adventure path. You can find them and find out more at paizo.com.